Hello and welcome to Theater 5 from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Theater 5 presents Mr. Mel Allen in The Banana Ball. Hello there, everybody. This is Mel Allen speaking to you from Madison Beach, Georgia. A record crowd is here to watch at the beginning of this great Southeast tournament. Oh, and there's one of the participants, the popular George Ford. Say, George, would you mind coming up to the mic? You know, friends, George set the professional world ablaze several years ago with wonderful wins at Thunderbird, Pebble Beach, and in the PGA. But right now he's trying to recover that top form, which somehow has eluded him lately. Hello, George. Would you mind saying hello to our audience and tell us about your chances? Hello, Mel. Hello, folks. Well, all I can say is either they hang on the lip or they drop in. (laughs) George is referring, of course, to that eternal question of punting, folks. But, George, what about your long game? I know you were plagued by a hook in the recent summer. Well, yes, I have been having wood trouble. The banana ball keeps me awake nights. Meaning, folks, that George's drives have been hooking into the rough a few times too many. On a field like this one, Mel, once is too many. I guess you're right. Well, I certainly hope you'll recover your control, George. Good luck today. Thanks. And that, friends, was George Ford, another of the great professional golfers who made success. Well, that was a lot of nothing, wasn't it? Oh, I never know what to say, honey. Shaking my boots. Every time I go to my backswing, I picture that ball just swinging to the left and into trouble. That is hardly the winning Oh, attitude. agreed, agreed. And you're probably wondering what we're doing here. Yes, the thought had crossed my mind. It would be nice at Edgemont, George. If we could get a house. <laughs> this is Sally Ford, prettiest member of the Edgemont PTA, married to the professional at the country club, the golfer who didn't quite make it. Darling... When we went down the aisle, I didn't have a side bet with the preacher that you'd be better than Arnie Palmer. I married you, not 14 golf clubs. Well, Sally, maybe I'm finally getting off a pink cloud that's become thin and wispy. If I don't cage this tournament, we'll go for the rose-covered cottage. Yes, but you will give it the old try. Why worry? I win, you lose. Because you've got to go down fighting, George. You're that kind of a guy. George Ford just tucked his tee shot into the woods on the left side of the fairway. 
The banana ball has caught up with Ford again, who's been playing steady, if not spectacular, golf up to this point. As George looks for his drive, we'll switch now to the 14th green and see how the current leaders, Sammy Alcott and Fred Granville, are making out. Over here. Hmm? What? Your ball. I, I was coming through here from the 11th and saw it drop. Now, this really fixes everything. Oh. Caddy, over here. What do you figure on doing? Pitch out on the fairway. Costs a stroke, but... Mm, you, uh... Could go for broke. Hmm? What? Well, you've got a little clearance here. If you could get some attitude with a long iron, you might blast through the trees. The growth up higher isn't too thick. I suppose I hit a tree trunk. You might bounce out on the fairway anyway. Yeah, it's a thought. Say, you a club official? <laughs> you might say I come with the course. Uh, you caddies found you. <laughs> Good luck. Sorry, Mr. Ford. I thought the ball dropped further back. Hmm. Maybe that man is right. What man? The fellow that was right here. I didn't see anybody. It's funny. Billy, give me a three iron and pray. This is Mel Allen again, folks. Alcott and Granville now lead the field, both four strokes under par. Now, while they go to the 15th tee, I happen to be on the 10th fairway watching George Ford who's in the woods preparing for a second shot. Say, wait just a minute. Seems to be some unusual drama here. It looks as if Ford isn't playing safe with the pitch out back to the fairway. He's going to go for the green through the woods. There's a shot, and it, it's in the clear. George Ford's just made a bold shot that's paying off. His ball has hit the green. It's rolling. The backspin is taking hold. It stops two feet from the pin. What a great shot. Now, I tap in a birdie three. How about that? Now, honey, stop pacing. You can't play tomorrow's game tonight. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I got the jumps, but good. I've seen you through these before, remember? Not in the past two years, no. Usually I'm out of the running by now. Yes, but now you're only three strokes off. It can be done. Maybe, maybe. Did you, um, did, did you find out his name? Whose? That strange friend of yours in the woods. Well, why strange? He just gave me an idea, and the shot played the way he said it would. Yes, but when did tournament officials start giving professionals advice? Well, he didn't say he was an official. Probably an old club member. Knows the course upside down and sideways. That could be. Oh, I'm getting that closed-in feeling. I think I'll take a look at the course by moonlight. All right, George. Walk off the nerves. You've got to sleep tonight. That's for sure. Oh, boy, what a moon. Lovely, isn't it? What? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to alarm you. No, just didn't know you were here. Say, uh... I owe you a big thanks. <laughs> I think not. You made the shot. After you suggested it. That idea was important. Well, perhaps you've got the big one now. I'm not with you. Well, isn't the real idea to win? I guess so. Well, that's a negative affirmative. Well, I've been trying to win on the tournament trail for a long time now. And don't you think you've got the game? Well, when I'm going good. Oh, that again. 
Forgive me if there's a thinly veiled edge of contempt in my voice, but I've heard that complaint so often. When I'm going good... Well, sometimes the irons just don't bite on the green. The putts don't drop. <laughs> you know what Palmer's average score over the year is? Yeah, 67, I think. Uh, he's always going good. What are you trying to say? Well, I remember you when you were just coming up. You finished second at Rancho, and suddenly you were Mr. Wonderful... And not Mr. Wonder Who You Are. Yeah, I was swinging sweet then. I just... Just hit the ball, right? Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Why don't you just do that now? You're not going to hit a drive as far as Jack Nicholas. He's got muscles he's never even used. Play your own game. You mean the hooking? You figure I'm pressing? Yes, and hurrying your downswing. Uh -huh. And pronating your hands too much. You want to be the big slugger. Someone else, not you. Well, look, I'm not so bad when I'm doing third in the standings here. Well, you are relaxed because you're not sure you want to win. Yeah, you just hit the ball square. You know, my wife and I, we've been living out of luggage for a long time. And I have an offer from a club. Edgemont. How did you know? Well, it's security if I stay there and teach. It's... Roots, roof, normal living, and not the gypsy existence of a tournament bum. Also, it's not the life of a champion. A very few have the chance to be a champion. Golfers don't make themselves professionals. They have to have something to start with. The coordination and reflexes, the temperament and concentration. Occasionally, they come along, the gifted ones. Some make it all the way. And the others? Well, they forget their responsibility. To what? The game. When the real pro is out there on the course, he belongs to golf. He's not a husband or a businessman. He's a pro. He's just a man and his enemy, par. Waging war on rolling fairways and smooth greens. And if the man beats par consistently and big, then he's a champion. And when the great ones are mentioned, Hagen, Jones, Nelson, Hogan, Sneed, Palmer, his name is included in that illustrious roll call. And he's achieved what few men can. He's linked his name and his talents with the truly great. You talk like a father, a teacher, an expert all bunched together. What do you want from me? The same thing your wife wants. My wife wants a home and family, for which I don't blame her. She wants me to lose. <laughs> Anyone can lose. She wants you to lose to a better golfer, George. Not yourself. She's a woman. Obviously, she married, or thought she married, a man. This is Mel Allen again, folks, on the tee of the 510-yard first hole as the Southeast Tournament enters its final day. Sammy Alcott, now approaching the fifth green, is still leading the field by two strokes. On his heels, just one stroke behind, is Frank Strager, the colorful West Coast golfer. But right now, I'm here with our mobile unit to watch Cinderella man George Ford open his final day's play. Ford, winner of the PGA and other big tournaments some years back, has regained his top form. Never an overpowering hitter, he's played with deadly accuracy from tee to green. 
Ford trailed Strager by one stroke, Alcott by two. If the leader should falter, we could have a startling upset here at the southeast. Right now, Ford is addressing the ball. He's going into a lazy, abbreviated backswing. There she goes, splitting it fairway with ruler-like precision. Oh, what a beauty. I'd say 260 yards and every inch pay dirt since it's right on line with the hole. Ford is still playing like a machine, folks, and he now precedes the other players in the gallery out onto the fairways, jerking his head in that funny way I've noticed during this tournament. You know, it seems almost as if he was talking to someone. Well, you got hold of that one, right? Yep, and I didn't try to pickle it. Well, two strokes to pick up. Maybe I can wallop a four wood and drop it stiff. 245 yards to go. You know what to do. Yeah, I guess so. I'll be pressing with a four. I'll stick with a spoon. Bide your time. There's 17 holes after this. Alcott has to slip sometime, and if he doesn't, well, he deserves to win. And Ford drops his puck for a 34, trails Alcott by one stroke. Strager has cracked the rest of the field falling back. Yes, it looks like Alcott and Ford for all the marbles. Now for the final nine holes. You can do it, George. You go out there and catch that Sammy Alcott and nail him to the barn door. A win here qualifies me automatically for the All-Star. Now how about Edgemont, Holm, and Harside? Forget Edgemont. You find out right now whether you're a winner or an also ran. <laughs> Somebody told me you'd feel that way. I don't think I believed him. You mysterious coach? I'd like to meet him. I'll try and arrange it if I can bring home the bacon. Cross your fingers. The pressure's just tremendous, folks. George Ford's getting ready to tee off on the exacting 18th hole. Sammy Alcott has already completed his round and, as of right now, leads Ford by one stroke. Sammy's drive on this hole wasn't as long as it might have been and he wisely played his second shot short of the water hazard in front of the 18th green. Then pitched on in three, hold out for an even par five on this treacherous dog leg to the left. All right, Ford's ready to crank up. He's all set. There's his shot. It's a long one. Yes, sir, a long one down the left side of the fairway, but wait a minute, it, 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 it's drifting over just a bit. Oh, gosh, that's a tough break. Ford's drive is tailed offline and is down the fairway, but behind the clump of trees guarding the turn in the fairway that comprises the dogleg. Ford has an almost impossible shot from there. The obvious move, I guess, would be to take an iron, get into the clear, and then try and pump a third shot across the water hazard. However, he's still a stroke behind the Masters champion, and this could be the end of the last-ditch drive that the game Ford has staged here today. Oh, he's done a dramatic job. I'm going to switch you to the clubhouse right now while I try to get down to the fairway in time to see Ford face what could be his moment of triumph or disaster. Gee, Mr. Ford, this is a tough one. Yeah, I hear you, Billy. I hear you. Look, take a walk for a minute. I want to think. Sure, Mr. Ford. You'll come up with something. Well, George, it's not too tough. Well, hello again. You show up at all the right times. <laughs> so, what do I do now? I think you know. Yeah, I guess. Use a six or seven iron, try for a good like, clear of that dog leg, then pray I can hail a third shot close enough for a one putt. 
All of which just ties you with Alcott. What other shot is there? The one you're really thinking of. The banana boat. Oh, it's ruined me in a dozen tournaments. And right now it can win for you or my name isn't Harry Banks. Speed up your swing. Press for distance. Move your hands a little more to the top of the club. Maybe you can hook the ball around the dog leg with enough go on it to make the green. Hmm. Billy? Yes, sir? Two wood. Classy, Mr. Ford, off the fairway? I think my friend is right. What friend? Two wood, Billy. We're going to go for broke. So, friends, here we are on the 18th fairway. George Ford is preparing for his crucial second shot. As I came down to this position, it looked as if he was carrying on a conversation with himself. I'll say this, I'd be talking to myself right now in a spot like this. Well, anyway, Ford is all set for his shot. Wait just a minute. Just a minute. He's disregarding caution completely and taking a wood. It looks like a number two. Ford's going for the brass ring with this one shot. Ladies and gentlemen, if he can reach the green from here and putt for an eagle, he's the winner. But believe me, that's the biggest if around. Right now, he's swinging back, cutting at the ball. Wow, what a belt he gave it. It's hit fair and it's going out. And now it's bending severely over to the left. It's an abrupt hook. It's the old banana ball. It's around the bend. Say, did you hear that? That's the crowd surrounding the 18th green. Sounds like Ford reached the green with a practically impossible shot. Yes, they're signaling to me now from down the fairway. Ford has made the green in two and has a chance to win this tournament right now. And he did it. George Ford just sunk a 22-foot putt for an eagle three to win the Southeast by one stroke. How about that? The crowd is really going wild over this bold and driving finish staged by the ex-PGA winner. I'm going to try to get over to him now if I can get through the throng. Say, George, George, please come over just a minute. A few words for the network audience, if you please. Gee, I'm out of breath. I don't know about you right here, George. Gee, that was exciting. Oh, you got no idea, Mel. I, I know you're anxious to get your wife, but please give us just a couple of seconds. To what do you attribute this tremendous effort you were able to put forth to overcome Alcott's lead? Well, I, I got a lot of help. And, of course, the long hours of practice, I guess. Well, actually, off. I wasn't too prepared for this tournament, Mel. I, I didn't think I could win. You mean something inspired you? Well, that's exactly it. A man gave me a, a lot of very good advice. One of your fellow players, of course, or an old friend? No, no. A complete stranger. Name of Harry Banks. George, that's a beautiful tribute. Really, it is. It's one that will be treasured by the old-time members of this great golfing club. What do you mean, Mel? Well, everyone here at Madison Beach remembers with pride the great golf teacher, Harry Banks, who coached so many of the members and who died 20 years ago. Died? Uh, a tall man, a shock of white hair alongside his right cheek? Yes, that's him. And you saw his picture in the clubhouse and knew the great feeling of this club for their long-departed professional. And you, George Ford, have dedicated your great triumph to his memory. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the stuff that champions are really made of. Yes, folks? That's... Hey, Mr. Ford, here's the missus. She's been trying to reach you. Oh, uh... 
Yeah, thanks, Oh, Louise. George, you did. You really did, and big. But what's the matter, darling? You look pale. I feel that way. Honey, it seems I've been talking to a ghost. Oh, stop kidding. Listen, I- I've got a confession to make. I sneaked down the fairway from the 18th green. The suspense was just too much, and I, I saw you bend your second shot around those trees and on. Yeah, great. That man you were talking to, he was standing in the trees. Is he the friend you've been speaking about? Yeah, yeah, he was telling me that... Wait, wait a minute. You saw him? Tall man with white hair? Of course I did. What's the matter? Nothing's the matter. In fact, everything is suddenly wonderful. Look, you won't believe this, honey, but... An old pro came back to remind me of a, a lot of things I knew but wasn't really believing or doing. He was my... My guy, honey. He showed me the road I can follow if I want to, but that's, that's not the really great thing. He showed me what the future can be like. But he showed me our future, honey. Because you saw him, too. Presented The Banana Ball, starring Mr. Mel Allen. Written by Frank Thomas, directed by Warren Somerville. Featured in the cast, Whitfield Connor, Leslie Woods, Court Benson, and Peter Rattray. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Ralph Herman. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Mr. Lee Bowman. We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York 23, New York. This is Fred Foy speaking. This has been an ABC Radio Network production.